we're not going to be a good ambassador for any spirits or anything. We talk about it all the time. How many sick people in the church? How many sick people are leadership in the church? You know, we see that they're obviously physically that they're doing something to abuse the temple. They're doing something to reflect the spirit of blood. You know, it's like all you can eat church and, and everybody else knows that they Thank you. 
craving with you, when you feel that craving, I'm here to tell you, man, it is a health benefit that you won't believe. And uh, I'm, I'm getting shit. I got a pile up over here right now, man. Cranberries and grapes and bananas and blueberries. I'm going to put the yogurt on so that I get off the line. And some people don't eat this one. Yeah, there's all kinds of raw almonds in there. I got spiced almonds in there. You know, this is kind of part of my diet. You know, seriously, I'm going to eat this all along. But I'm really focusing on it now to drive it home. So raw almonds and all that stuff. And again, if you can get it along with pistachios and walnuts and hazelnuts, they can eat. And so that's what we're going to be dealing with this morning for a few minutes here. Uh, it is known fact that most humans uh, neglect themselves physically, but eventually neglect themselves spiritually. It's just a known fact. Emotionally, financially, occupationally, environmentally, and socially, in that order, because they feel so miserable that this allegation is too big. These days, you got folks out there now, man, walking around with, you know, you know big, the, big, the big crowd of people, man, they think that when they walk around here, Israel said unto them, If it must be so now, 
of this new fist. Take of the fifth fruit in the land, in your vessel, and carry down the man a present. What is in that present? What is the What is it? What is it? What is it? It, it is here. <clears throat> he says, a little barn and a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and all. So you see back in from the beginning when people were trying to reconcile relationships, they were trying to put themselves in better standing physically, broken relationships, and there was emotional strain on families. Now this particular situation here comes as a result of you know, uh, Israel, Jacob, trying to build, get, get back together with his brother Esau, which that relationship man had fallen into a lot of deception. And there was a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, stuff going on, there, a lot of emotional imbalance there. He was afraid of his brother. He was afraid because his brother was a man of the, of, 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 of the hunter, you know, the man of the woods. He liked to go out and hunt, which is why he showed his brethren. And so Jacob is under a lot of emotional Imbalance. He wasn't well emotionally because he spent 21 years, man, out there, man, being deceived. I, I can imagine what that would do to you emotionally. He probably had an imbalance. So all of a sudden it came to a point where he, he felt like it's time, man, for me to become, you know, emotionally well. You know, I got to do something here physically. And what he decided to do was to offer his brother. And he get ready to go straight to him, not knowing what the outcome is going to be. I can just imagine the stress level I'm standing. I can just imagine the fear coming from all the people. I gotta go back now to my brother who I deceived and who sold me his birthright. I don't know what that, that, that could lead to death. I don't know what can happen to that. But Jacob's spiritual future, his spiritual wellness is what we're talking about now, building that future.
out with these people, man. They had to be careful what they ate. Now you remember he started that that venom. He loved venom. You know, they went out to kill his mother's dad. So venom, even though his dad was the bottom of my head. And that's how the, that's how the, 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 the blessing got turned into a curse. That's the wrong one. And at 90 years old, they was getting ready to die. It was turning to die out and ain't different. Joseph on his two sons. He reversed the curse. Some of you realize what that happened before. And so we see here, man, what's happening at present. I start thinking, well, anybody can get me in the present future. Give me no cause to give me a bag of the ball armor, wrong statues, wrong walls, and honey, you know, there it is right there. I can give me a bag like that. My anniversary, birthday, whatever, just a good gesture. Man, look at here, greet me with a package like this. With a package like that. I love it, man. I said, well, that's good help me up there. And so there it is. So we can see all the way back then, rolled up. I see the herbs and spices and little onions and almonds and, and, and nuts, man, you know, the rubble that they played in my history. And so let's pray to him for this, man. Father God, we come to you this morning in the awesome little maid in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for what you have already done, doing, and promised to do. Father God, we are seeking your will and your way to building a better future for ourselves, our families, our nation, and our church, and our world. This morning, our focus is on nuts in the Bible, how they benefit us and apply to us building a future of optimal overall wellness, consisting of physical wellness, spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, financial wellness, career wellness, and environmental wellness, social wellness. What do we eat when our famine is in the land for physical wellness? Now, during this time here that all of this is going on between Jacob and Esau, there is a famine in the land. That famine is going to eventually carry over all the way down. It's going to last for a while. All the way down into Egypt, where Joseph ended up at, if you remember. Second in charge, the governor down there. Hey, man, dealing with that famine that is in the land. And it's amazing that right now we're dealing with famine. And so we need to eat as healthy as we can. We're out of baby formula. We're out of sick babies now. There's a rush now to try to get the manufacturing come up with and make some express order formula. We've got the same thing with vaccines when we have a pandemic. There's a breakout in China right now. They got those people locked down in quarantine. They can't do anything. They got to stay in the house. So what do you do in, in, in times of family? Just like they have right here. You know, we focus on what we eat, what we put in our body. As we see here, we would take a look uh, at what do we do when there's a famine uh, in the land of physical wellness? Well, in that same chapter, let's take a look at verses 1, 2, 3, the King James Bible. It says, and the famine was sore in the land. It means it was old everywhere. They had a grip on the people of that day. And it came to pass when they had eaten up the corn, which they had brought out of Egypt, their father said unto them, go again, buy us a little food. And Judah spake unto him, saying, The man is solemnly protest unto us, saying, Ye shall not see my face except your brother be with you. And so we know that this is the 
that certified with food. So they were financially able to buy food. Okay? They were financially so they were financially well. So he gave us the money so to go and buy. And they went, but they had no idea that their brother that they had betrayed Joseph was in charge. It's amazing sometimes how God set the blessing or the access to the blessings right in our midst. A lot of times we don't pay attention to that because we, we think we got to figure out how God will bless us. You know, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I had no idea that God was going to use that or any of my sicknesses to start and create the school of healing and the virtual wellness. And here we are, man, a few years past that, you know, exactly what God is in order for us to do just like he did with the great and proud for God. God will always give us what we need where we need. You know, and there is a famine around us just like anybody else. But that famine is not affecting us like it's affecting everybody else because we're doing everything we can to build a healthier future for ourselves. We're changing our eating habits. You know, we're trying to get off some of this excess weight. We're trying to put water a lot of adjustments and things that we have done to help ourselves physically and we feel more motivated spiritually and financially because we're not just going out here wasting our money buying junk. We're buying stuff that's going to benefit us. Okay? Because we want to be those those physical specimens. None of us trying to be Miss America, Miss America. But when we stand before God's people, we don't want to be sick trying to tell people how to get well. Want to be well, trying to tell people how to get well. And we need to also be that that physical example of that, but we need to be real at the same time. We need to let people know I have not always been. I, I've had my moments of sickness. What did I do? Yes, I went and saw my doctor. Yes, I got the diagnosis, but I didn't stop there. I didn't just depend on twenty-seven medications to put in my body to heal. I had to find out who the creator of this temple. How did how did he? They maintain it. That's knowledge that we you know. And there are some metagonical properties and a lot of the things that God gave us to eat is in this package we just talked about. And look at what's taking place. God had already put Joseph down there in Egypt with all of the stuff that he's going to need. His family, to help them in the long run. I said, God, you took me to cancer, you took me to diabetes, you took me to COVID. Be able now to give back and help my family. And I told them, like, I'm scared they're going to eat that pork and feed it and do all that stuff because they want to, because they say, you know, like, God said, it's got to be up in his mouth. Well, that's just a lack of understanding. Your things will be consumed, your things not be consumed. Everything on this earth has a purpose. Everything, the purpose is not for us to eat. We have to be made better, better direction. That's a part of being well, optimistic overall well. And so we're learning right there. So we see this man that God had already put Joseph in place to pay to help his family. So they went there with their money. Now Joseph's a pretty healthy guy now, man. You know, he had some other plans. He really wanted the relationship with his family to be restored. Remember that curse now. That curse was, was between the Sabbath, Jacob, and Esau. It's got to be reversed. And, and, and it's needed to avoid that. Yeah. And, and, and so they go there with their money. But Joseph wanted Benjamin, the youngest son, he wanted to go back and get him. And he knows that if they go get Benjamin, dad was not going to come. They was not going to come at his old age down to Egypt. You know, unless, unless, unless something was going to happen to Benjamin. And Joseph was using that, you know, to, to, to speak his father. And the story for that 
never would have thought that Jesus was just a mere human until God allowed his word to be contained in him as a physical human being. He came to this earth and suffered this life. And when people looked at it, they just thought of him as a shepherd boy. They didn't think of him as a Messiah to Christ. But he was contained inside that body. And he had to do what he had to do because that's what he accepted for the Father to drink that bitter cup. But in the end, after being crucified and glorified, now he, he's, a, he's, a, he's our high priest and Okay, But he was always contained in that human body on he was on this earth until God glorified him. So the homage Thank you. 
loved it. You, you read this in, in the book of Hegel, chapter 25. You look at the significance and armor played here in the building. This is what it says. Three cups made like armor each, and three cups made like armor itself. Four cups made like armor. So that's a total of like about 12 cups. And I'm saying, man, look at this metaphoric symbolism that God's using it. And look at what he chooses to, 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 to say this about armor. You know, armor, it plays a spiritual significance now in the business of the temple. Well, when we eat armor, it's also playing a physical, uh, uh, has a physical uh, benefit for a healthy uh, physical temple. It may sound like all these one ten cups of armor, but the translation is, a little murky cups to hold the lamp or could hardly be shaped like an actual arm. Instead, it's likely that the craftsman was expected to shape and design the actual cups to put it another way. This is, this is research, now this ain't me. This is for people that read this understanding. A cup may have been engraved with the image of the almond block of flower. You hear that a lot, even with Aaron's rod, even with uh, Jeremiah's rod, and what he saw with Tim, what you see. When nuts were mentioned in the Bible, again, reference what people ate, but also how nuts were used in the arts as well. They had multiple symbolisms and metaphoric properties of them in purpose. In numbers, we find a, 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 a magical transformation. The rod of Aaron, we know about the rod of Aaron, was budded and brought forth bud and bloomed, blossomed, and yielded armor. Wow. I wonder what they did with them armor. They shaped some things after the shape of the armor in the temple that they built. And they ate them armor for health benefits. There is other talk of rods in Jeremiah. I see the rod of armor in Genesis. Jacob took him rods of green father and of hazelnut and chestnut tree. It is spelled that way in the Bible with no middle T in there. Also in Genesis, this reference to a nice sounding combination. Honey, gum, myrrh, Bethel was the skilled artisan that was given the assignment of creating the art, including a candelabra of pure gold. Now this language, you understand it. When Jacob prepared that basket, or had that basket prepared, look at the details of the items that went in that basket. But when God gave Moses the details to build the art, look at the person he picked, the skilled person. So it's the same thing, whether you build a physical temple, or a physical assignment God's giving you to build the house of a sanctuary man. He always gives you specific details how to build it the way he wants to build it. And it's the same thing with these temples. They're not out of it only God. And we have to be so careful with the details of what we do to them, how we treat them, how we dress them, how we feed them, how we nurse them. You know, God gave specific details of all the days down the right person. God has given a lot of us, you know, some insight. Ability to research some things that we put in our bodies, don't put in our bodies anymore. And given a certain special doctor to help us in the process. And some of us will we'll tell you in a heartbeat. Our doctors, some of them are saved. And we praise God and rejoice with them. Some of them are not saved. And nevertheless, 
not give us the profession of people we need, but we don't have to run around and figure out what that big knowledge on my head, what that on my arm, so we can go to these best to find out. So now we know what to do. You know, we know what to do. But I love the use of nuts in the Bible. I love the use of nuts in my life now, in my body, in my nutrition, in my diet. I'm even more fired up now because I've seen the relationship how they be used and thought of in that culture, in that day. They have multiple purposes. You know, they have multiple uses. And one of the ones that I think benefits the most is the health benefit. It's the health benefit. So I have a lot more to say about almonds and chestnuts and hazelnuts and walnuts and pistachios. But I'm going to go ahead in right there this morning for the second time, but I just wanted to open this up just like we did with Islam uh, last week. We're going to deal with the nuts uh, that are in the Bible, break them down, talk a little bit more about them, the significant role that they played. But as I close the teaching this morning, the school of healing, I want you to make it uh, a part of your diet. Let that be your snack. You can get your little sandwich bag, some broth. You can get these great big large bags. Some of these uh, trader jokes, some of these uh, guys, some of these stores, not carry them. Nuts, man. Get the, get the raw ones, get the soft ones, like I got all that honey, that, that sugar on them, and, you know, hard coated on them. Get the raw ones, put the little skin in there, uh, and get some some black walnuts, get some pistachios, and make that a part of your diet, and have you know. I'm having an awesome time eating those in my snack now, and I'm going to add add even more to it. You know, there's more nuts that the Bible talks about. So I want to get that line my life over with the first thing, my eating and everything else. And it's been a piece of work y'all hasn't been eating. So I want to propose that to you. Join me in doing that for the next 21 days. We'd like to take 21 days, talk to the agency, how this benefit us. I'm telling you, man, I'm on my way to take this kids of stuff, man, now for about eight days. It's really been working. So I want to encourage you to continue to not think it's just the key and to your drink, uh, to get the boy and your infuser and the diffuser with some other oil. And just try this nut thing, man. It's in the Bible. Let's see what the health benefit can be for us. You become more physically well. We can become more spiritually well. And all the other procedures. All right, then we're going to end right there. Father, we thank you this morning. We pray this morning, Lord God. I just take this back to the word concerning our physical wellness, concerning our spiritual wellness. We were first physical before we became spiritual. And now that we're spiritual, we don't want to neglect ourselves physically. So we look to you this morning. Thank you for this gadget of insight. Thank you for the metaphoric pictures that have been painted, Lord God. The use of the nuts that come as your hazelnuts. On us being enjoyed this stuff more and more. Now we just thank you because it's part of building a future of optimal wellness, so Lord God. So we give you overall wellness, God. So we give you all the praise for sharing this with this, 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 this life with us. And God, that we are to give gifts among each other. That empty things that can benefit us, so Lord God. We saw a wonderful package of gifts that Jacob took me to that he started to create their relationship to get out money, all that stress. And so, Father, it was a part of 